0: can't get enough of the fan in the morning Shown up because this is nothing like that working alan jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show
1: very sexy robot
0: hey look at that pig shenanigans naked yoga
1: my mother had a bad experience with these ghosts
0: let's hump the fence it's alan jerry's post game podcast righto we do a podcast this is what they pay us to do al what's up man We sure do, Jerry, and
1: things are starting to roll with the Alan-Jerry Relationship Advice part of the podcast. More than two? The first day, we only got one. Right. The second day, two. Today, Jerry, I have four. Uh, We are... So one
0: to two to four, tomorrow is eight. Before you know it, we're going to be at 364. That's right.
1: So, and then we'll get to be picky about which people we help. Right now, we're helping anybody who comes to (laughs) us. Anybody that's interested? Yes. Uh, let's see, Jerry. Let's start with John, who writes, "Hi, for the show, I want to know more about Jerry and having children. I know he didn't want them originally. Did not. But how did he know he was ready?
0: Wasn't any advice. <laughs> any advice to give? No, just do it. If that's the decision you and your wife make, go for it. Um, I did not want children, but what changed? I guess this man wants to know. I what, think what changed for you. Um." I don't You know, it's a good question. I don't know. I guess just, you know, more conversation with my wife, more just looking around and seeing how you progress in your life. And it just seemed like it really did. It seemed like the next step we had been together for a long time. Um, When I say I didn't want children, that was more when we were first together. It was uh, even when we got engaged, I still was not, it wasn't like I didn't want kids. I just knew that I was good if we didn't have them. I'll put it that way. I shouldn't say I didn't want kids. It was more like if it just turns out to be the two of us, I'm good. Um, and then, you know, as time went by a little, we didn't have kids immediately. You know, we didn't have kids for, we got married at 25. Matthew was when we were 30. So we definitely enjoyed traveling a little bit, <laughs> spending all our money <laughs> and doing things. So I think it's really just a personal choice and something you've got to deal with with your wife. You uh, were not a saver until you had children right you used oh, to absolutely. burn through cash oh 100% you i got, got it i cash. spent it you went yes. somewhere oh 100% experiences you yeah. would go yeah and i am still like that on I, vacations. That's, that's never changed i mean i think you know the fact that we have an ira so there it's not like we're not saving money the fact that i have been paying into a pension from the year 2000 so i'm 20 something years into a pension savings um, we've got real estate holdings. It's not like I haven't saved, but if you ask me what my savings account looks like, nothing. All my savings accounts are a five twenty nine plant, our IRA, and our real estate holdings. Like and and what we have in equity in our home. So yeah, to me it's and I'll tell you this, Al. And you, you travel a lot, and maybe you didn't earlier, but you you do. I mean you've gone to Italy. You've gone to Arizona. You've gone on trips with Gina now, and she's probably been the best thing for you because you've really gotten out there. I look back at Google Photos, and I was doing this because I was looking for, I needed one more photo for the calendar. That's, I think, coming out today, I hope. Um, and I went back. I started doing Google in 2013, I think. Not as far back as you. You go back since when? Like 10 oh, three. or 9? Oh, wow. Oh, my God. All right, well, well, I
1: put all the pictures in from from 03 and beyond.
0: I didn't know you. Okay, that's interesting. That's cool. I know you could do that. Well, I started in 2013, so I was going through all the photos uh, over the weekend, and it's it was amazing to me. At one point, I said to my wife, said, God, we have done some really cool things and been to some awesome places, and it's just kind of cool that we've had those experiences. So, yes, I usually get it. Yes, I usually spend it, but, damn, I've had a good time. And you are saving. I like how you said you have real estate holdings. That sounds exciting. We do. You know I have a friend of mine who um, owns a commercial real estate company, so we've gotten involved, and I think it's – we have a, trust me, a small share where he's got, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars invested in a property. We're not there. But I think we've got we've got money in seven different properties Is around right? the country. Yeah. So, you know, at some point I hope, and I see it already. I mean, I see the values going up. And when they sell one, they take our money and we buy two more. So it's neat. But save? No. I'm not looking at my paycheck and be like, okay, let's put this amount in the savings account. I don't do that.
1: You don't do the envelope system, Jerry, where you put some in for uh, the groceries and some in for gasoline? We tried that once
0: about 10 years ago. Doesn't work. Failed miserably.
1: Well, here's a second one I got, which also involves children, so I'm going to read it uh,
0: out of order. You want to take this one?
1: Uh, Let's see, Jerry. Probably not. (laughs) It says, this comes from uh, Keep This Anonymous. This fellow wants to keep this anonymous. My wife and I just got married. I picture a great future with her and eventually having children. Just maybe not as soon as she wants. I definitely want to have kids, but she is pretty dead set on having kids ASAP, whereas I wanted to wait maybe a year at most before trying so we could enjoy some time as a married couple. We were only 27, so we do have some time. But on the other hand, I like the idea of being a younger dad for when the kids are growing up. I also remember Jerry Jerry saying with his first kid, he always had energy to play with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Since he was younger, and that's definitely something that comes into play. Do you guys think I should be more open to the idea of having kids sooner rather than later? I know I only wanted to wait a year at most, but an extra year of schedule and financial flexibility is a pretty big
0: factor. I agree with him. Here's my suggestion. Pull out. (laughs) (laughs) That's your advice, Jerry? I mean, that's a weird one because I don't think him wanting to wait one year is the biggest issue in the world i don't i mean if you're talking about the difference of she wants kids now and he'd like to start trying to have kids in 2035 i see the disconnect right you're talking about 11 12 months and then get going i i know what if he waited nine months and they could they fine i think that's fair too maybe you come to some agreement somewhere in the middle get her a couple of drinks you have a couple of drinks and come to an agreement that's what i would say okay because I don't think what he's asking for is unreasonable at all. And if so, you might want to find a new woman.
1: Unless they think there's going to be complications where it's going to take
0: a long well, time to get pregnant. Listen, Bing, bang, boom, you're pregnant. I mean, I will tell certainly, and it's public, and he has talked about it on the show, so we're not speaking out of school. But, you know, Greg has had those issues for sure. Um, for us, you know, Matthew, all good. Having Joseph was not easy. I mean, that actually, we just figured, all right, well, we got... Our older son, we're going to have another one, and it took a while. All you got to do, Jerry, is bing, bang, boom, you're pregnant. Yeah, people think so. It is not that easy. Um, so and that could be maybe some of her concern. That's possible. Right. And she's 27. That's all they are? Yeah.
1: But that's, uh, you know, that's
0: those baby-making years, Jerry. Yeah, I know it is. But, you know, Al, I mean, in this day and age, people are waiting till their mid-30s to have kids. Yeah. So if they're 27 and all he wants to do is wait till they're 28, that seems fair to me. Can we get her on?
1: No, well, this is an anonymous oh, one. I guess. Not. But it's funny. Also, in this email, uh, it would be here to. It'd be great to hear what persuaded Jerry to having kids. That's funny. Yeah. So my wife probably
0: gave me a couple of drinks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Listen, Jerry, we're having some kids. <laughs> yes. I hear this comes from uh, Steve, and Steve has allowed me to use his name. What would your advice be to me, who has who has been in a relationship for eight years? The last four have been very abusive verbally. Mm. It's been taking a toll on me, especially mentally. I know the easy solution would be we pick up and leave. I can't because we have a child together. Mm. Also, I would not be able to afford the child support considering I already pay child support from a past failed relationship. Boy. Also, can't take my children full-time because of the two jobs and long hours I work. I'd love to hear your advice. Yeah, this one's beyond me. That's meow. a tough. So let's let me re let's recircle that is back. Really difficult. So he's been in a relationship for eight years. The last four, verbally abusive. They have a kid together. He's got an additional kid. I, I couples mean, therapy, Jerry.
0: See again, this is one where you need more information. Yeah, you can't give a blanket. Aside. First of all, who the hell are we?
1: Who the hell are about you, Jerry
0: Recca? A possible abusive relationship. Yeah, that's a tough one. Plus a kid with a, you know, a former wife or girlfriend now want to hear, you know, did things change after they had the child? Maybe she's going through some stuff or maybe he's a D bag and doesn't want to be a I don't know. That's a hard one. It doesn't sound like it, but what about this as advice? Try ask her to go
1: to couples therapy. If she says no, then you go yourself.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think asking for help is always a good thing. Um, A friend of mine once said, and he's in a relatively good relationship, where his wife wanted to go for therapy. And he said, babe, if we're at the point that we need therapy, we probably should just move on. Is that right? Yeah, which was an interesting thought because I do believe that in a lot of cases the therapy can help because that third party can kind of open your eyes to what the other is seeing or thinking. If you're that closed-minded, I don't know. And his point was, we've known each other forever. We know what the other is thinking. If you think we need that, then maybe we're not meant for one another. So it's interesting. It depends on the relationship, but I do agree with you. That's probably a good place to start.
1: I think if you're in a, I think, listen, I think if you're six months into a relationship and you're looking to go to therapy, then that's probably not a great match. But I think if you've been in a long-term relationship and things are going haywire, as this sounds like it is, yeah. then maybe you go going. Look at us, Jerry, helping
0: people. Breaking down. But well, I
1: got one more here for All you, Jerry. Right. Uh, this comes from Matt. I'm getting married to my fiance this Saturday. I know Jerry is married, and Al has attended weddings. <laughs> as regular guys, do you have any advice for me as the groom on how to make the most of my day? Jerry,
0: you're a married man. How does the groom make the most of his day? Go play golf. In the morning? Yeah. Go play golf in the morning with your friends. Okay. I'm assuming the wedding is like in the afternoon and right. then the reception's at night. Or I'm, not, I'm not thinking it's a noon wedding. I would say go enjoy the hell out of your morning and then just go about your day. And when you get to the wedding, yeah. just have fun with it and know it's going to be here and gone in a blink. Well, the, I think there's pressure at the wedding to visit with everyone, right? So, so I don't know if that's Get that still, out of the way But is early. that still a thing? Because I know it ruined our night from the standpoint of it took way too long. Right. Now, the wedding, it was fine and people had a good time and ultimately... The wedding reception really is about the guests, honestly, when you think about it. The guests are there, in most cases, giving you a large sum of money. Now, some of it might pay for the wedding. Some of it might not, depending upon whether your in-laws or your parents pay for stuff. Who knows? But the wedding reception is really for them. So I think I like what you're saying. I would say this. Go mingle in the cocktail hour if you can like get that out of the way so you can enjoy the rest yes. of your day. Yes. Say hello to as many people as you can in that hour and hopefully it's out of the way and then just go enjoy although the cocktail hour is probably more fun than the reception to be quite honest. I love cocktail hours. I agree. tremendous food, drinks, oh it's casual. I also have heard from grooms
1: not to have for the groom or the or the bride, not to have too many drinks.
0: Well, I agree with that. You don't want to be sloppy. You don't want to be sloppy. You and want to get to the point things. where you're relaxed. Yeah. Not sloppy. I'll tell you another thing, I don't care for at this point after being to so many of them, the whole schedule of the wedding. They're all the same. What do you mean cocktail hour? We're gonna move you inside now to the banquet room. If everybody could grab their drinks,
1: ding 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 ding, ding.
0: and then they move you in like you know cattle. Yep. Then you gotta find your little ticket and you go. Oh, we gotta sit down now. Hold on, we gotta sit down because the band's not ready or the DJ's not ready. So they have like house music playing. Then they can bring out the salad first. And, oh, ladies and gentlemen, please grab your champagne. Stand up. Here they are. Yeah, yeah, you've seen one. You've seen them all. Oh, yes. too. Guilty. We need someone to break that chain.
1: There's a new thing that I've uh, I have not been to many weddings. But I did go to one or two weddings where, at the end of the meal, the walls opened up and you walked into the dessert area. That's cool. Yep, that's neat. It was like a dessert, yep. po- like uh, a buffet. Buffet.
0: You were going to say poo weren't you? I was. And you stopped yourself at Pooh.
1: I stopped myself at poo and went with, uh, what was the
0: thing? A buffet. A buffet. Yeah, and they very cool. And they have the ice cream bars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree. Very, very cool stuff. Very nice. I like, you went to one, I thought, or you told me about one. I thought this was an awesome idea where people just were having a backyard summer party. Yes. When people got there, it was their wedding. Um, which didn't obligate anybody for a gift. And it was just, come celebrate oh, with us. I don't recall that. Maybe we did it in a podcast Maybe. story. I know you went to a backyard I went to a wedding.
1: backyard wedding in Matawan, right. uh, where they the bride and groom sent me an invitation because they knew where I lived in Matawan. Right. They are uh, fans of the radio station. And I did go to that wedding.
0: And you were the star of the wedding. It was
1: wedding. fun. You know, I never heard back from that couple again. That's because your gift sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get any photos from the wedding. Did you get a thank you for your gift? No. Did you give a gift? I gave. I did, but they never cashed the check.
0: No kidding. Yeah, I wrote them out a check. Well, then that's kind of cool. That's all right then. Yeah, they probably like check. Who gives cash? Where's the cash? Check. <laughs> we're, we're millennials. We don't take. I know. Checks. Now you just Venmo people their gift. Yeah, <laughs>
1: I'll be Venmoing your gift here. That's right. And uh, here's the story. This is not an advice story, Jerry. This was the second part of the podcast where I give you a story that yeah. uh, is interesting to me. This happened in the UK. That's London,
0: probably. Yes, the United Kingdom. A
1: new homeowner, Jerry, in the United Kingdom was shocked as he found, uh, tucked away inside his wall, a creepy doll with a creepy note. The note that the doll was holding in the wall said, thank you for freeing me. My original owners lived in the house in 1961. I didn't like them, so they had to go.
0: I love this for the people that lived there that did this.
1: All they did was sing and be merry. It was sickening. Stabbing was my choice of death for them. So I hope you have knives. Hope you sleep well.
0: That's pretty cool. So I would think... That's in the
1: wall. A doll. A well, creepy yeah, the doll. People put
0: it there. Yeah. That would be like me doing that now when I, before I put new sheetrock up. Yes. And so that in the year 2070... When it's time to change the sheetrock, someone's right. going to open it, and be freaked out, and think you know some doll mysteriously yes. was living in their walls. No, it would be me putting it there so that you would find it, you dope, and be freaked out by it. Right, of course.
1: Let's. I want. I would put something behind my wall. Like, um, Don't you want to be alive to see the reaction? Yeah,
0: though? that's the thing that stinks about that. Those people are probably dead. Right. Nineteen sixty-one. You're dead. forty. You're sixty years. You're sixty years out. Right. So I suppose they could still be alive in their eighties or nineties. Right. The chances are they've perished, right? And probably because the doll killed them. Yeah, I don't think the doll killed them. Hmm. Well, you like conspiracy theories. I don't do you? like conspiracy theories, do. even though they're just theories and not proven.
1: What would you put? Like, if you could put something in your wall that wasn't a scary doll, would you do like that? cameras?
0: <laughs> <laughs> We've been watching you. I'm just
1: kidding. All these years,
0: I'm just joking. Well, could you put
1: like a bottle with a note in it?
0: Sure. Why couldn't you? Especially if it's empty. Creepy doll though is more like fun. nothing's going to happen. Right. Just sits in in between the uh, the two by fours. Imagine the...
1: like I know a drywall guy. I call him Drywall Mike. Right. I met him in the Stop and Shop, and he's done drywall for uh, me over the years. Um, when your he... asshole owl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just kidding.
1: I hope that's not my nickname. <laughs> I'm Jared. just kidding. Like in my phone, he's Drywall Mike. Right. Like if I'm Drywall Mike. I wouldn't even tell homeowners. I would just start putting creepy dolls in everybody's
0: <laughs> wall. <laughs> so when you go to redo someone's room, yeah. your stuff is stuffing stuff. Yes, some stuff. stuffing stuff in the walls. Like I would
1: just go on you know, on the internet and buy a whole bunch of creepy dolls, or go on like you go go to these. Uh, that's the weirdest thing in antique stores. Like I like to go to the antique stores in Asbury Park and. Um, Ocean Grove, like really old places. And look for really neat old stuff. But they have like, so many of them have creepy dolls, like old creepy dolls. Do you ever think
0: this, though? The people that own the store are there every day with them and nothing happens. The you're cre- freaked out because right. it's the first time you're seeing it. But th- they
1: all close up shop before the sun goes down, Jerry, because those creepy dolls come out at night.
0: There's also a town ordinance. Right, because they know the creepy dolls come out. <laughs> right, so it's like Toy Story. Once they leave, the dolls come yes. alive. And they right. do all creepy things. Or they don't.
1: I do believe that some objects like that I see in these antique stores, I'll use the creepy dolls as an mm-hmm. example. I do believe that those creepy dolls from a different time
0: period have a different energy that could be scary. I suppose. I mean, I think, you know, especially listening to this podcast you put me on to um, with Joe Rogan about addiction and the woman was talking about the brain. And the more I hear people talk about the functions of the brain and the things that does and doesn't do and how it can control how you think yeah not think what you learn what you don't learn you really start to understand how almost everything is like like what's real and what's not right our brains can talk us into almost anything yes and so i think if you're the type of person that believes in ghosts and aliens and you know things that aren't proven I think your brain's pretty powerful in that it can really sway you in one way to where right. you believe, even though you might not believe it. It's a, it's a very complex. Like just listening to her talk about addiction was fascinating. Yes, and the way she breaks down the different parts of the brain and the different jobs that the brain has, dependent upon what part you're talking about, very interesting.
1: Yeah, that was confusing a good one. too. Yeah, it was confusing. They got in the weeds a little bit. A little bit. But it was a good one. It's uh, one of the recent Joe Rogan podcasts. The yeah. woman uh, who's uh, wh- I forget how was she a neuroscientist? It. Yeah, maybe something like that. Something about uh, addiction and things like that. Yep. and, and, uh, dopamine, mm-hmm. and how dopamine and how dopamine reacts. Yeah, plays a part in that.
0: Very interesting, and I think that could be a part to all this too. Okay. I really do. Just the from listening scary to her, dolls well, in the it walls. seemed like there were no limitations on what your brain can trick you into doing. Yes, or what you do to your brain to make it react the way it does. Our brains are very tricky. Like I, from listening to that, I get the sense you have a dopamine burst on the plus side when you eat your Tostitos. Yes, I agree. You know, like you, I really believe you have a Tostito addiction. Now, I'm, I'm, sort of with you on that, except I can stop. You seem like once you start, it's half the bag. Correct. Right. But I think if I didn't have them... Would, here's
1: the thing. Would I commit a crime for Tostitos? Probably not. No. But they're readily available.
0: But I don't know that every addiction means you're going to break... That's a, true, because Tostitos are readily available. Yeah.
1: There's not a shortage or I don't have to go into an alley to get Doritos.
0: Now, if Tostitos were taken away from or you... Or Tostitos. And they were only found in certain places, would you break a law... Uh, I would like to say no, but I don't know. You don't know. It's the one thing that
1: keeps me, that helps me understand alcoholism, drug addiction. Because while Tostitos is way down on the list, I have a feeling that the feeling is similar.
0: Of course it is, because it's still, it's food, but it's processed food with chemicals in it. Right. Now, way down the list for sure, but I do think it's similar. But
1: I have that same feeling where I tell myself I'm not going to do that again. Then I talk myself into, well, I'll have a little, yeah. I can handle a few of these. Then I eat half the bag, then I feel terrible afterwards. And you, and you say, then, I'm not doing it again. And then I do it again tomorrow. Right. And but, then I say, only the rest of the bags that are here in the house. And you rationalize everything. Again. Then I go to the store. I go, why can't I get a bag? And then I'll space it out for the week. hmm Then I go, but they're two for $6. I'll get two bags. <laughs> Seriously, that I know insane. that. You play games with yourself. I play games. Yep. So I, I understand. Yeah. We hear you. We hear you. Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. Ooh, and tomorrow's Friday. Tomorrow's Friday. Football Uh, Friday and? Cool games. Love it. We do cool (laughs) games tomorrow morning between 5 and 6 a.m. Live at 5.
0: Very uncool game tonight.
1: (laughs) Uncool game tonight, Thursday night. And no Mets or Yankees. So good luck tomorrow. Pretty much. We'll see you tomorrow.
2: Call the fan at 877 337
0: 6666. Powered by Superbook. Better odds and favorable prices.
1: And Jerry. don't worry it's only an hour long and most days it doesn't sell. all right
0: here we go we do this as we start week three in the NFL it is a Thursday 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 the Eddie Scazzeri decided to show up for work this morning we do thank you for that and across the way he's always here except when he's off and he's on vacation or decides he wants to take a nice, long walk on the beach with his dog. His name is Al Dukes. What up, dude? Good morning, Jerry. Uh, normally at night, or around uh, 5 o'clock-ish, I'll send uh, Eddie the
1: rundown of live reads for the show. Like I, sure. I break it down. I go I do this at 6 a.m. Uh, break it down. It down. You, know, it down. Yeah. you don't want competing companies, uh, Jerry. You don't want one car a manufacturer being in a live read and right next to another car. So we make a schedule. It helps Eddie. It helps TV. This sort of thing. So I get in uh, yesterday, and Eddie goes, uh, "Do you have a few? Uh, do you have a few beers last night?" <laughs> I said, Did "Yeah." You? I, I said, "Actually, yeah, when I went out for my birthday, I had a couple of uh, beers." He goes, "Yeah, you
0: screwed up all the libraries. <laughs> I was like, "What? Two beers?
1: Yeah, exactly. it Done? Was, it legitimately was two beers,
0: and you were feeling it,
1: and I screwed up the lines,
0: <laughs> but they're back." Well, now I want to know what it's, what you're like with four beers. <laughs> oh, four beers? Forget it. We had, oh. that's why we
1: have a uh, Eddie and I have a checks and balances system, Jerry. We run like the U.S. government. Here's the good thing. Yeah, he didn't have two glasses of wine. No, right? We would. Who knows what the live read <laughs> thing would have looked like today? Pretty much. I did. Re- I do realize now. You know how I always uh, complain about the callers and the New York Giants offensive line, right, Jerry? That's I've a, heard this before. Yeah, that's why. I, like for years and years and years, that's it, it's like become sort of generic, like what Giants fans call to complain. They want to complain about the offensive line. I have found the New York Yankee equivalent, Jerry, of which I'm no longer taking calls. And I heard them again all night long with Mr. Mister Salicata. Gary Sanchez? Small ball. Oh,
0: small ball. The Yankees don't bunt. The Yankees
1: well, don't... Uh, I will bunt. tell
0: you this. When you go back to when the Yankees were playing really well in mid- yeah. part of the season and they had Velasquez up. Mm-hmm. They had Greg Allen playing. You had guys that were not exactly household names. They weren't the big contract fellows, Jerry. They were running and stealing is that right? and bunting and it was a it's a fun way to play baseball as opposed to this let's just wait for the two-run homer. Yeah. Because what has not worked for the Yankees since 2009 is waiting for the two-run homer when you get to October. It has not worked. Now you can call and say, "Well, they won this series." Maybe, but they have not won a World Series since 2009 and they have failed miserably because they're the Yankees and it's World Series or bust, they have not accomplished their goal. Doing that once in a while, checks and balances, right now, You yeah, just said checks that. checks and balances. There are no checks and balances. It's basically swing for the fences. And it doesn't it doesn't work when you play when you play against good pitching. It, you, once in a while, you run into one. So you're saying, but, Jerry, it could get you to October. It's not going to get you. It hasn't through October. It has not won through. It has not one in October. It has not pitching. You know, when you get to October, the rotations are shortened. You face better pitching every single night. You never face a fifth starter, or God forbid, a sixth starter. Good and point. if you're going to go up there and hack away to try and hit the 500 foot eight run homer, good luck. It hasn't worked for them. Why are the Rays so good? I don't know. They do a lot of things that the Small Yankees ball? don't. Yeah, now they hit home runs too, for sure. Don't don't misunderstand me. But they also do a lot of things that other teams don't do. It works. It's called baseball. It's called baseball. Look into it. Yeah, I mean, the Yankees really are, and I'm not ta- I am not taking anything away from them. They are perennial winners, 100%, 29 straight years they've had a winning record. They're in the playoffs almost every year. They are built for the regular season, though. And you can't argue with it because there's facts behind it over the last 13 years.
1: Jerry, would you say their feast or famine, they either hit home runs or strike out?
0: They've been a little bit better than that this year. But, yeah, I mean, they strike out a gazillion times. And we, we talk about it. I feel Stanton like all the teams Gala, now, right? They do, but this has been the Yankee way for a while now. Oh, because they got big
1: swingers up there. They've got a bunch of Dave Kingmans, Jerry. You know I love Dave Kingman.
0: They do have a lot of Dave Kingmans.
1: You're right about that. You're going to hit a 900-foot home run with Velo out the butt. Exit Velo. Exit Velo. Look at you. Uh, But you're going to strike out a lot. It it does
0: happen, yeah.
1: It's it's crazy, but. I would take a team full of Dave Kingmans. Uh, Okay. At every position, Jerry, even shortstop. What did Dave Kingman hit for his career, 230? Big Dave Kingman. Would you say uh, that? Up. 230? I don't know. I, I was. Only, I only cared about his home runs and strikeouts. Because even his strikeouts were
0: exciting. Jerry. Maybe he
1: hit better than that. back they in that in, swings. Yeah, back
0: in the day, people did uh, do better than that. Plus, he played a Wrigley Field. He probably was smacking home runs left and right. Maybe. I um, mean, man. The Yankees right now, bah, 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 they have struck out. Well, how about this? This is very Annoying. interesting. So the Yankees have struck out uh, 1,400 times this year. Seems like a lot. I'd like to see a video montage of all those. The Rays have struck out more. Is See this, Jerry? Isn't that interesting? Now, again, they do play a different style of baseball, but yeah, they've struck out more. Who would, do you think has struck out the most in Major League Baseball? Just give me a guess. only say it, you, you just pretty much mentioned them. The Cubs. Yeah. Look at that. The lovable losers. The lovable lose. Boy, would would you watch a montage of
1: all of the Yankee strikeouts?
0: 1,400 yeah. of them? Just the third strike. Not, every like, video is less than a second. Less I, than a second. I suppose I might.
1: Like, uh, you know, at the end of, of the day, NFL Red Zone, they go, every touchdown. We're going to show you every touchdown. They put a montage together of every touchdown. I suppose I would. Uh, I want for digital. We'd have to get the Yankees' uh, permission. Yeah, I guess I could. I want a, I want a strikeout.
0: You montage. want a strikeout montage? Yeah, just the third strike. My goodness. That and we mix something. it up.
1: to have some. And I want them in order. You know what I'm saying, Jerry? That way we get some called strikes, we get some big swings, we get some foul tips into the glove, we get some drop third strikes where you got to tag the guy, which is another thing that they should eliminate next year. I would, I would be in. I, I think I'd be in for that. The players don't run them out for the most part. There's no reason for it. I know give the you. third strike dropped where you have to tag
0: the guy. Well, no, you do because you could get a ball thrown into right field. It happens yeah, but, rarely, but it happens.
1: Right, but the, but coaches it seems like don't even teach their players to run down. They're like kind of they're like, lazy. Ugh. They're so lazy. Yeah, they're lazy. They're disappointed. I'll tell you in their who wouldn't. Game. Brandon
0: Nemo. He will sprint. That guy will run it it's out. It's all about the play. It really is. It's all about He's the lazy. player. How about this? This is actually shocking to me. Oh, the Mets. What do we we Should kill we've... the Mets because they they're terrible? Yeah, their batting averages are disgusting. They're it's not a good team. So disgusting. You really. know their team batting average is one point better than the Yankees. Suck it, Yankees. Isn't that something? I find that interesting. How about that? But the Yankees hit a lot more home runs, Jerry, and that's what counts in baseball. Uh, Yes, the Yankees have hit more home runs for sure. 209 as a team. The Mets are, oh my God, where are the Mets? I can't even find them. The Mets have hit 167. They're all the way towards the bottom. How
1: about last night, Jerry? It was the two players that have been most mocked this year. Glaber Torres and Gary Sanchez coming. I don't know about mocked. I think... Fans
0: are frustrated with
1: frustrated them. Frustrated with them, Jerry. Yeah.
0: I mean, and they came up big time. They did. They absolutely did. The Yankees were down in the late innings. Labor Torres puts them in front. Gary Sanchez puts it away.
1: I know I'm a Met fan and not a Yankee fan, although I root for the Yankees to uh, help us out here at the radio station. I would I take the Gary Sanchez home runs in exchange for the dropped balls and problems behind home plate. I'm not one of these guys that don't, that doesn't want him on the team because of his I, terrible defense. Here's, I'll he, take the home runs, Jerry. The guy jacks the ball out of
0: here. Yeah, the problem <laughs> is he doesn't do it consistently enough, uh, and his, again, he blocks balls fine. He really does. I think he blocks balls in the dirt, no problem. He has, I don't know if it's concentration lapses, miscommunication with the pitchers. There's just too many balls that go by him that he should catch. And it's lazy. I don't know what it is. You ever put it's one of those? got a great arm, too.
1: You ever put one of those catcher masks on, Jerry? It ruined your, your peripheral vision gets thrown not off. Not really. Maybe you can't see. I have remember. you ever put one on? N- not since I was like 12. <laughs> <laughs> I did, like, at 12, they wanted me to be a catcher.
0: Man, this guy can't do anything else. <laughs> see if he can just catch the ball.
1: <laughs> I flinched every time, like, the pitch came in.
0: Well, but, all right. This is something I never knew until, you know, uh, this slow-mo replay. Yes. Major League catchers flinch. Yes,
1: every time. Yeah.
0: I mean, look, you got a ball coming 95 miles an hour at you, and the guy's swinging a bat.
1: Right. They do that blink. It's a quick blink, yeah. It's a quick blink where they don't know whether the ball's coming in their mid or being hit.
0: 100%. Absolutely right.
1: I wonder over time... If that does anything to your eyes. Like Johnny Bench, does he have bad eyes now from flinching nonstop? I don't know. He
0: was in here in a chicken suit. No one asked him? No, he was not. Craig was in
1: the chicken suit. Oh, that's Johnny right. Johnny Bench was here in a in an actual suit. My bad. Suit jacket. My bad. Good call. Yeah. Good call, Al. I'm curious. And Great Johnny, point, Bench a, Johnny Bench had a hand like a mitt. Eddie and I shook his hand. It was like a mitt. Yeah, I believe that. A big. He had just a big fat, callous hand. <laughs> I bet he could have taken a fastball right to the bare hand, Jerry. That's he might how, have been able to. That's how catcher's mitty he was.
0: Kind of like, you ever um, go down the Jersey Shore uh, where okay. they have all... No, I know that, but do you have, like, rocks for lawns down there? Or no, that's not, a that's, Tom's River thing. That's further down. You go yeah. to LBI. We're a little fancier than that, Jerry. Right. You're still, I figure where you are, you still have grass lawns. We have grass. When you go all the way down the Jersey Shore, a lot of the front lawns are replaced by by rocks and yeah. i have friends of mine that have houses down there and they can walk barefoot on the rocks non-stop and i would go down there and it would kill me yeah it hurts B- the bottom of their feet have toughened up so i would imagine johnny bench could probably walk no on a, glove and be a catcher with a bare hand just like you're saying
1: or walk on his hands on a tom's river front lawn
0: or he could do that i'd like to say lbi tom's river i feel like it's old old people although i guess johnny bench is tom's river age tom's
1: river age absolutely Jerry. you know what's interesting tom's about tom's
0: river, river. Tom's River has a, a bunch of retirement villages and, and and complexes, and yet they have one of the largest little leagues in the state of New Jersey. How about that? Which Jerry? means it's a big up-and-coming, uh, not up-and-coming, but a, a, a growing family community as well. So you've got the best of both worlds. Or maybe
1: it's old people having children later, and the, the senior citizens have now little
0: league aged children. Is that what you have your eye on? <laughs> I mean, you turned 52 yesterday. 52.
1: In three more years, I could move to a 55-and-older community. You could actually do it now. Although, as Eddie said to me, uh, you know, Eddie is the one person who's been to my home because he helped me move a mattress. He said pretty much everyone there is older than 55, and he's right. I'm probably the youngest. Where you live? Is that really? Yeah. It's a lot older folks, Jerry. That's where I prefer to be.
0: It's also where you're going to be. Amongst the old people. I think this has been good for you because I do think you were set to go from Matawan to an adult community, and now you've kind of found your resting place. Right. That's a weird way to there. put it, but you know what I mean. Yes. Yeah.
1: Good point, Jerry.
0: Mm-hmm. Great point, former. No Mets tonight, Jerry. Thank no, God. No Yankees tonight. Yeah, the problem is the football game stinks. Right.
1: If it was a good football game, then tomorrow we come in and concentrate only on the football game, but it's Panthers-Texas.
0: Ugh. Which Terrible. stinks. Not interested. Not interested. I no. don't care if Sam Darnold throws for 500 yards and five touchdowns. Yeah. Don't care. I'm really not. And I know you got Christian McCaffrey and Robbie Anderson. I'm just you not. You like him. You, you can get interested. If you put a little action on it and I will but it's it it still doesn't I don't you know a lot of people put money on things and they can't turn the turn the game off yeah I still can me too and then I'll wake up and see if I won or not <laughs> yes <laughs> it, it, honestly it's like I gotta get up so I'm not staying up anyway eh, just plus I got a I got a baseball game tonight so that helps me
1: why would they do th- that we all well I guess the schedule was made before we knew the Sean
0: Watson's situation
1: right or was not? I would not? think,
0: because the, they, uh, I can tell you when, because the NFL Network now does NFL. Because why
1: would you put the Houston Texans? It's like early May, I
0: believe. I'm trying to get the date, actually. Yeah,
1: why would you put the Texans on Thursday night? And he definitely was embroiled. In he was. controversy. By
0: embroiled that. is a great term. May 7th. He was embroiled. No, I'm sorry. May May 12th was the release date. Yeah. Was he already? It was embroiled. embroiled. May? There was embroilment.
1: Eddie's right. There was hmm. some embroiling going. Okay. That's got to be such a pain in the neck to be this. I would watch a reality show of that. The, the guys at the NFL office trying to make a schedule. I flew on a plane with one of the guys uh, with Boomer one time. These guys that they, they have to work. First of all, you got to put every team's got to get the ho- amount of home games and away games and division games and opponent games. What a pain in the neck. They probably got to the point where like they were all set, and then and then the embroilment started for Deshaun Watson. They're like, we can't change this whole schedule. We'll just have one crummy Thursday night
0: game. Now I could be wrong, but what I'm seeing is March 28th is, is when stuff hit. Yeah, that I mean, I could be wrong. It could be a little earlier or later, yeah. but I mean, I say I see March 28th where he's accused of sexual assault by one woman. Okay, um, I, you're right. I mean, I think I I would think it's also a computer. I know you think that, a computer I think there's input. In, I think there's input, but I do think a computer program aids them a little bit. Is that right? There's no way that they are sitting there with with pen and paper and trying to figure this out. I, figured, so I think they make some changes, yes. Yeah. But there's got to be some sort of computer program. I picture them with yellow legal pads with
1: all the teams names well, they, on. they hire Steve Summers to do this? And then I bet you, yeah, Steve Summers brings his pad over, they put it together. I imagine when they added that seventeenth game, they were like, "What? Uh, like the uh, the people who put the schedule? What? Well, how are we? Now we've got a odd number of games. Well, but how I am hate I gonna the 17th add? game.
0: This is good for them. Good. They, they should go they should feel like that. It really the whole thing.
1: Is stupid. Why do you like? Why do you not like this? I don't like the game? odd
0: number again. It's stupid. The odd number. Of games I really don't. Do. Make if it eighteen. Not, yes. Go to preseason eighteen. And I will tell you the seventeen feel. I don't know why it feels just much longer. And it's one game. It's it it's shouldn't be, but it just feels longer. You, like you look at the at the calendar and the schedule, you see games in mid-January. Yeah, Maybe it's January tenth, I think, is the final Sunday. Is that it right? It just seems late to me. I don't know. It is what it is. Listen, but... everyone always complained that the football season was too short. I didn't. I thought it was perfect. Actually, the- I really did. I thought sixteen games was perfect. A little longer than college. Nothing crazy. And now we're going to seventeen, 17 probably eighteen. Baby. It's like, uh, how much more money can they grab? My God, you think it's a money grab, Jerry? I do, of course. You don't, probably, yeah, because the players really want to play in seventeenth <laughs> game. Listen, I mean, the honestly, real competitors do. Tom Brady wants to play. I don't think he 20 does twenty games. No, I don't think so. I think he wants to go sixteen and zero and win in the Super Bowl. That's, That's it. That's true. He's played
1: all those extra games every year because he's always in the playoffs.
0: That is very true. He's played a lot of games and won a lot of games. Yeah. Uh, When we come back, we'll get to more stuff. A lot of good stuff. You never know what will come out of Al's mouth. Hmm. Even if they're words. We'll see. Uh, And then Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. I heard the other day I did I hear it was anthrax but they were playing somewhere. Anthrax? I, I would I swear I heard it on satellite. I said, you get no way. And I forgot to check if I heard it properly or You probably
1: not. heard it properly. Yeah, I maybe. I don't know. I'm really not sure. This is the Lemonheads, they're playing somewhere, but it's in New York. I'm done going to concerts in New York. Like I'm a New Jersey only person. Right. And even in New Jersey only. it's got It's very specific. you got to have a nice parking lot if I'm
0: going to I a agree. show. I uh, agree. Yes, Anthrax is on tour. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, Jerry. Let's put on our leather. You want to go to the Louder Than Life Festival? Louder Than It's th- in Louisville, Kentucky yeah, this weekend. Yeah, definitely. Let's roll. So, so they've got some cool places, though. You can see them in Daytona Beach. Yeah. You can see them in... Oh, and then I see. So they're playing Kentucky. They go to Fresno, Sacramento, Daytona Beach, and then they go... Abroad. What about Bradley Beach? That I'd go see. Uh, were just let's see downtown. if they're coming back around after. How about this tour? This is a heavy metal band from the 1980s. Yeah. That I guess was, I mean, I liked them back in the day. I liked the few songs, Jerry. I should say. Well, okay. Maybe. love them. They go to the UK, Belgium, France, yeah. Germany, Sweden. This is some tour, Al, and they end up in Switzerland. Uh, you got to be kidding Jerry, me.
1: There's Anthrax fans
0: around the world. Wow around the globe. And this is all everything I just said is between now and Thanksgiving. See that? They're on the road, Jerry. They're making cash. Well, I guess they are cash, making. Cash. How many people you think go to that show? Give
1: me cash. They probably get
0: 3000 at a show. 3000. Yeah. Is it even worth touring? Yeah. Oh yeah, when
1: these guys got no other money, sure. That's a that's a good point. That's fair. I see uh, Zach Wilson, Jerry, he's the rookie quarterback for the New York Jets. He's battling a groin injury, evidently. Mm, he is, yes. o- Although... Um, I think he's fine. Yeah, Rob Sala says that, uh, quote, he just woke up a little bit sore. Since they touched him in the training room, I guess it's got to go on the list. He's doing what he's supposed to it's do. It's not a concern. Right. He's fine. That sounded weird, though. They go, since they touched him in the training room, in his groin area. You ever been in a training room? Lawsuit. A lot of touching. You touch my groin area? Well, they've got to it's, rub out the muscle it's gonna, if you think about it. I swear I still don't know what a groin injury means. Like, what does that I have mean? one right now. Okay. Is your wiener hurt? No, but that's not my groin. Okay, so I'm trying to get to the bottom of this because we all think, or by I would we, think, I mean me.
0: <laughs> I would think this is.
1: So, okay, the inner upper inner thigh. Yeah. Is where your groin is. I would think so. What would cause
0: a groin injury for like a Zach Wilson type? Um, uh, maybe like a hyperextension of the groin area. Yeah, I would think so. And I know I asked
1: you this once before, and I was mocked for it, but I never got an answer. Do women have groins? Yes, of course they do. Again, it's not the. But I've never heard penile part. <laughs> I never heard them go, oh, "This woman uh, athlete, ha- ha- like, do WNBA players?" I'm sure players-
0: gymnasts have groin injuries. Interesting. I would think. Can you no. Google
1: real quick? Can
0: women get groin injuries? Yes. Can women? get... <laughs> well, you got some Google history over there, Jerry. Oh, please. The most uh, a groin strain is the most common groin injury for female athletes. Mm,
1: they can get it. Though.
0: Yep. Okay. Because I always go. think it has to do with the actual inside the upper part of the thigh. So yeah, I mean inside. Why yeah. do you have a groin injury? I'm old. I don't know. So just I, from walking around, ex- being no, Jerry? I think No, I think the exercising has taken its toll on me at this point. There are things that hurt me now that I never knew existed. Mm-hmm. Groins uh, in particular. Tough to get out of bed sometimes. So you mentioned the Jets. I want to play this. Because I hope I actually you don't have think, a hernia. Uh, I don't think so. Can I examine you to see if you have a bulge?
1: No. All right. You were saying about the
0: Jets? You're such an ass. So, this this is actually very funny. There's a 12-year-old who's got a TikTok account. Okay. This little video in particular has 2 million views already. From this little kid? From Sunday. Okay. So, one of the interceptions that Zach Wilson throws is over the middle. He's trying to get it to Corey Davis, who's well covered. The kid has what looks like the game film on you know the game day, the game pass. And he describes what he is seeing. Now you'll hear this and be like, oh, he's gotta be, you know, indulging a little bit. When I tell you he has got it spot on when listening to him and watching the video at the same time, so take a listen to this. If there's one play that sums up the New York Jets, this one has to be it. This Patriot's winning off the edge. This Jets lineman is probably holding. There's a Patriot charging up the middle at Zach with no blocking at all. This Jets dude is being
1: pancaked on the ground. We have these two idiots staring at each other like yo, what are we doing? I don't know, let's just stand here. We have seventy
0: eight touching his own lineman. On top of that, we have two receivers with zero separation, and the cherry on top has to be Zach Wilson throwing this pick. And Corey Davis has no hops. <laughs> no hops? <laughs> Can't jump. The ball was thrown high, and he barely jumps. See that to me? Where I
1: look, I saw this video. I thought it was like a Madden simulation.
0: No, I think that that's was the actual the, that's video. That's the interception.
1: I got to look at that. Jerry. But what's
0: funny about it is, I kid. listen. If I got that wrong and that's Madden, then very creative by the kid. It's still funny to me. Assuming that's the video, which to me looked just like it, I mean, it is, he's spot on with everything he is showing us. Now, if that's Madden, then he got me, but he also got 2 million people. It's really pretty well, I funny. Think, I,
1: I think even if it's Madden, which I think it is as I'm looking at this. It's so, you know what's so crazy? The Madden is so
0: close to an tell actual me about game that it is hard to tell. Do you know what is the most Madden-like thing we see now on an NFL Sunday? Yes. The the close-up camera shots to the player with the background that's, you know, fuzzy, with like out of sync. It's really amazing. That looks like a video game to me. Every Sunday it gets me. No, actually, I think you're right, Jerry. This is actual Jets. Yeah, I think it is. I think. I think that's the real video of the interception. But there are a couple of Jets linemen just standing around. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he, So he talks about the one defender that's coming free up the middle. There's no one near him. You got the one Jet that's face down on the turf with the Patriot guy on top of him. You got the other guy. Uh, the two guys are holding hands, essentially, doing nothing because there's no one coming on their side. You got the two wide receivers. When he says no separation, they are totally blanketed. And it's like, good guy. You wonder how, why it's so hard to complete a pass for this kid, or at least it was on Sunday. That play, pretty funny.
1: The most disturbing part, though, is like, to Zach Wilson's right, there are two Jets linemen. Holding hands. Looking... They're not blocking anything. If there's one play that sums up the New York Jets, this one has to be it. This Patriot's winning off the edge. This Jets lineman is probably holding. There's a Patriot charging up the middle at Zach with no blocking at all. This Jets dude is being pancaked on the ground. We have these two idiots staring at each other like, yo, what are we doing? I don't know. (laughs) That's the one. Uh, Those are the two idiots staring at each other. That, to me, is funny. You know, I was mad at this kid at first, but he, he, he's he got it. Because I thought the kid was just grabbing, like, no. something that happened in the Madden video game. But it's the actual Jet film.
0: How right? <laughs> dare this kid. <laughs> That's is... right. He nailed it, Jerry. Isn't that something? Yeah. Man. I, so, so, Robert Sell, I know his mom's not happy with uh, the wide receivers and all that. And I'll play that audio coming up next hour. But. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, isn't it funny how you watch? We talk about this all the time. Whether it's Mahomes, how exciting he is, or whoever you want to pick and say it's a different brand of football. You'll watch some games, like watching Gronk and the Bucks and whoever. Guys are running free, and it seems so easy. And then for some teams, it's so incredibly difficult because no one's open. Yes, and they can't get separation. And it's it really is it is it's like two different games we're watching.
1: I feel that all the time when I watch Jets and Giants, and then you put on, like, the Cardinals, the Bucks, the Chiefs, the Ravens. Like, it's a whole different brand of football.
0: It is. is, It's like it's a different league.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so I guess Rob Sala said that his mom was trying to give him advice, even though she knows nothing about football. And speaks very little English, as you said. (laughs) I mean, this is what this guy's got to put up with. (laughs) He
0: took it pretty good. He was I mean, it's joking his around.
1: Mother, but, I mean, it, that's just an idea of, like, that everyone's trying to give him advice. Everyone's got an opinion. Like, I told you I met a guy who said he met Rob Sala in yeah. the Whole Foods. Like, I'm sure now if he goes to Whole Foods, it's going to be like, hey, hey, coach. Coach, I noticed something on the film. I have Game Pass, and I noticed that one of the wide receivers is running free down the sideline. Might
0: want to try a bomb on the. It would be great if that little kid ran into him.
1: Yeah. Hey, uh, Coach Saul, I
0: broke down some film for you. Could you explain to me what these two idiots are doing? <laughs> <laughs> these two idiots looking at each other. Yeah, pretty funny. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, I like All that. Right. We're half past five. We got Boomer and Gio coming up at 6 o'clock. We got lots more to get to, including a new liquor. I'll be interested to see if Al is interested in it. A new liquor, Jerry? Like alcohol? Uh, yes, correct. By a famous person. We will see if you're interested when we come back. Boomer and Geo at 6 on the Fan. I'll go away. All right, 20 in 6. Uh, before the break, I mentioned a new alcohol that's out. Not that it's new. I mean, whiskey and bourbon's been out for hundreds of years. But new player in the game. And I'm interested. I'm not going to tell you the price yet. You just tell me. Let's say I got your free bottle. Would you be interested? A Peyton Manning no, whiskey. Not interested. Okay. Right. Enough whiskeys. Two hundred bucks a bottle for Peyton Manning whiskey. It's called Sweetman's Cove, I think, or Sweeten's Cove. It's named after a golf course because there's some the way the story read. There's some tradition at this golf course where you have a shot of whiskey before you have, before you start your round. So he named it after the golf course. Two hundred bucks a bottle. I'm out.
1: I feel like we there's certain things that we've had enough of. We've got enough whiskeys. We've got enough scotches. We've got enough bourbons. Like
0: tequilas vodkas we've got we're no 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 we can still listen maybe we can keep going how about we how about me and you start our own alcohol it's uh, uh, i mean do we have enough beers we do have enough beers right well you you jumped in yeah you're right (laughs) And did well with it
1: i i I jumped in locally but yeah even i heard you bought that
0: whole condo complex
1: i go to go buy a beer in the in the liquor store and I like. Ah, let me see some of these. What are these? Some of these uh, local beers. This is hundreds of. Them. Oh my God! There's a lot. And there's no way to tell what's what.
0: Uh, agreed. And there's also right? now with these with these seltzer drinks. There's a million yeah. of those now too. Yeah. I had one the other day, which was not bad. It was because usually you see the seltzer drinks now. They have those high noons or vodka. Yeah. Uh, seltzer drinks. I had a tequila seltzer drink the other day.
1: It was good. Not great. It was good. Yeah. Everyone's got a seltzer. Everyone's got a beer. You know, I was in Atlantic City in uh, Borgata, and you go downstairs where they have like the coffee and yeah. the, the Italian marketplace. They have all of these alcoholic drinks in cans. Yeah. That if you want to, they have, like wine in a can, yep. vodka mixed. They meat in a can. I didn't see any meat in a can, <laughs> but all these like yeah, it's very drinks, easy wine in a. I'm not drinking wine out of a can. Well, you're not a drunk. That thank you, Jerry. That's the nicest thing you've but ever I said. But I would
0: tell you this though. If you're out and you've had some drinks and you're having a fun time with your friends, all of a sudden, I might drink some wine out of a can. You're right. I'm not going to lie to you. Right. Once you're one or two
1: wine, regular wines in, wine in a can will work.
0: You couldn't decipher the live reads last night after two Michelob Ultras. That's true. Let's be honest. That's true. You might have some wine in a can. Eddie, would you go wine wine in a can after a couple?
1: Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Right. I think it's brilliant, actually. Yeah, it seemed like a good idea for, like, on the go, on the run. Yes. it's Perfect. Like, if you're going to be little roaming Ernest around. A Ernest Julio Gallo. Yeah, if you're going to be roaming around the uh, I'd casino. i go wine
0: in a squirt bottle. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: There's your audience. <laughs> right. At first, you're like, I'm not going to drink wine out of a squirt bottle. And then uh, a couple at midnight, these are the best. <laughs> right a in my mouth. A little wine juice box. Yes. A yes. straw.
0: Why not? Well, they got Franzia. That's the the uh, the juice box for adults, so Franzia. Yeah, Franzia box wine. Oh. Oh. You never saw those in no. liquor store.
1: A box Usually box the boxed wine, right? Yeah.
0: So it's like the juice box for adults, Franzia. It's called Franzia. I'm pretty sure it's Franzia. It's in a box, but it's in a protective uh, plastic. Well, uh, yeah, bag. because the wine would go right through the cardboard. Exactly, Jerry. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Jerry, let me give you some uh,
1: quick NFL news. Uh, a couple of NFL things as I go around the league. Jerry Tua Tagavaloa is out this week. He is.
0: Jacoby Brissett.
1: Yeah. Oh, sorry. Did you know Jacoby Brissett was the backup in uh, Miami before this? B- before this occurred. No. When we he got it. hurt,
0: my first thought was, "Who the hell's coming in?" Yeah. So I did not know. I feel like there's so many backup
1: quarterbacks in the NFL that I have no idea who, like who's on what team. Like if someone goes well, down, jump who's around. coming in? Yeah, a lot of jumping jump around. around.
0: Of course, Jacoby Brissett though I like. I think he's a very uh, competent. Do so you think they have a chance to beat the Raiders? I Your do think, Raiders. Where's the uh, ga- Eddie? Where's the game? Uh, it's in Vegas. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna take the Raiders. Yeah, I'll take the Raiders. <laughs> you <laughs> you on can that take one Jacoby Brissett and the Dolphins. Ra- I'm taking the Raiders. Jimmy. Yes.
1: Then I see Justin Fields is going to start for the Bears.
0: They Andy play. Dome can't run out of bounds, yes. The Browns. Yeah, that's not going to go well. That's You don't think. I he- don't. I, and I'm not saying he won't be a great NFL quarterback. First NFL start in Cleveland. Now, I don't know. I, I haven't seen, nor have I looked, to be honest. I don't know if Beckham's playing. I know he didn't play the first two I weeks think he is actually supposed to play this Because week. Jarvis Landry's now out. Right. I know Baker Mayfield finished the game. I would be curious about his health. I know he said the shoulder popped in and out. So I would think if he's healthy and you got Beckham back and you got Chubb, I mean, they're good. I would think
1: I'm like, taking
0: the Browns. Like, who's his backup? Who's the Baker? I don't Baco? know. See, this is so a, crazy,
1: I, right, Jerry? I, I don't know. I was going to wonder. I, w- I had an idea that I wrote down. I was going to give the you backup a backup quarterback game. Yeah, the backup quarterback quiz. But I thought there's these
0: are all impossible. I would say I'll give you a couple that pop right up. As backup quarterbacks that we know? Yeah. If I gave... But, if I gave you from now yeah. until tomorrow at this time, mm-hmm. you would never Whoa. in a million years give me the backup quarterback of the Lions or yeah, the no Ravens. Right. I don't
1: even think you'd give me the backup quarterback of the Cowboys. Uh, how about this? I was thinking of this as I was walking my dog this morning. I don't know who the backup quarterback for the Giants and Jets is.
0: That's how about a very, that? That's a very how good. How about that? Well, the, um, I do know this. The, uh, the Gi- But not I, off the top or, of your head. You've got no. to think about it. No, the... Um, you don't have Joe
1: Flacco to kick around here anymore, Jerry, to back up uh, the Jets. I have no idea who they're the back. The Jet one, is. I don't
0: know. The Giant one, I do know. And it's escaping me at the moment. Well, I remember the Jet one that they wanted somebody... That oh, used... Mike Lennon. Mike Lennon, The old Bucks right. quarterback. The long neck guy. Yeah, the Jet guy. Hold on, let me find I it.
1: remember the Jet situation. They didn't want to put a person in there that you heard of because they didn't want people calling for that person if Zach Wilson didn't perform well. So they got Zach Wilson. They're throwing him out there. No matter what, because they got no
0: backup. Mike White. Mike White is the Jets. They are ranked as the 32nd best backup. <laughs> How many teams are there, Al? 32. <laughs> Mike White, you stink. All right, here you go. Real quick, I'm going to give you three names. Okay. Tell me if you can match the team with the name. All right. All right. So I'll give you the I'll give you the player first. Okay. Then I'll give you the team name second. Okay. So you're going to give me three backup quarterbacks and then three teams. Yes, we'll do that, all right? I'll give you Josh Rosen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'll give you Tyler Huntley. Okay. And David Blau. Okay. Now I'm going to give you the Lions, the Falcons, and the Ravens. Who plays for who?
1: Okay. The Falcons, the Ravens, and the Lions.
0: Yes. Uh,
1: Josh Rosen,
0: I believe, is with the Lions. No. No. He signed with the Falcons a few weeks ago. All right, so That's 0-for-1. Give Let's me Blah. Go. Okay, David Blah. I'm going to say he's on the Lions. He is. And which one is Tyler Huntley on? Ravens. Yes, well, he's the only team left. The only one left. Have you ever heard of Tyler Huntley? No, I don't know any of these guys. I'll give you another one I never heard of. And quarterbacks a... get hurt all the time in this league. Did you remember where Geno Smith is? I thought he was in San Diego last. He's in Seattle. Seattle. Oh, right, Seattle. Uh, I'll give you one more. <laughs> do you remember or know where this isn't it? He started, I believe, all last right. year again. I think he did. John Wolford. John Wolford. Yes, he was on the Rams. Yes, he is still the backup quarterback. Okay. Is very well Ooh, done. Oh, nailed that. You did, no, you did good. Well, because you know what's funny is as you go through the list and they, they rank them 32 to 1 in yeah. terms of the best backups, all of a sudden they all start to make sense, and you do realize. So, like, Trey Lance. That's easy. The Niners. They was their big draft pick. Right. So you know that he's the backup quarterback. Case Keenum started in Cleveland. He's still there as the backup to Baker Mayfield. Oh, okay. Jacoby Brissett, I honestly didn't remember until this past week. Taysom Hill. That's an easy one. Right. right? Saints. We didn't know if he was going to start. Mitchell Trubisky. Where'd he go in the offseason? He's in Buffalo. Right? So, I mean, at least that is, oh, yeah, okay, no problem. But some of these, uh, Jordan Love, we know that one. But some of these are like Oh, Jordan ahead. Love's Oh, Jordan. I you know I get Jordan Love confused
1: with the starting quarterback in Philly. Jalen Hurts? Yeah.
0: Jordan Jalen similar. Hurts and Love? Well, Love, yeah. hurts. <laughs> Love Hurts. Love Hurts. <laughs> yeah. It's both How about I give you one more? I'll give you one more. You tell me if you can just give me the division he's in. All right. Logan Whiteside. <laughs> Logan Whiteside. I'm sorry. I even got his name wrong. Logan Woodside. Logan Woodside's in the AFC West somewhere. Well, you got the right conference. Is that right? AFC South. Now give me the team. Logan Woodside. Titans. Look at you. Yeah, buddy. You are called an NFL Boom. guru. Uh, Boom. Last one, P.J. Walker. Dino Mike. Oh, I remember P.J. Walker. You should. I don't know where he's at. Because I do think he's with the Panthers. Panthers. And I think he started a game there, too. You're right. He did. So you did. You, you right, Jerry. That's the backup
1: name game. <laughs> I do see that Robert Griffin, the third, yeah, Jerry, no he one wants to
0: play him. again and wants to return to Washington. Awesome. I want to retire tomorrow. You can't do that, Jerry. You've got a family to feed. I suppose they could. I mean, Heineke is clearly their starting quarterback. Yeah, he's good. Now. I like him, too. You could sign Robert Griffin to come back and back up, but I thought he was doing well on TV. No, he wants to come back. He's not he's doing well on TV. P- no, I guess he's
1: doing well on TV, but these guys, Jerry. You become a
0: TV star then. It's a hunger inside. That- Be- well, I get that. I do understand that. But, like, do you not think Akeeb Talib is not at least scratching that itch? Yes. Being around it ever? I would think the yes. same thing with Robert Griffin III. I think that's why for some guys, it's easier to retire than others. The guys that retire that have no game plan or anything to do and it doesn't work in this business must look in the mirror and say, now what? Guys like Boomer, guys like Akeeb Tlaib, you know, Tiki Barber, guys like that that are actually doing something with their lives and are still around the game, I would think that at least is somewhat satisfying. Easier for them? I would life, think. To transition in life? Like Akib Talib said he went on with Rich Eisen the other day, and he said the one thing he has really enjoyed has been getting to know Gus Johnson on a personal level, but the traveling with him. And feeling like he's got a team again, so he's got Gus Johnson, he's got the people at Fox that are helping him through and kind of learning the ropes, and you know he's got his producer and the director and whatever, the spotter, statistician. So I think that does help you kind of get through it a little bit and not feel so empty. Like when I retire,
1: Jerry, if I feeling You're really with, living that life already, if I'm feeling like a withdrawal, I'd go work
0: in a call center where I take calls. You will never do that ever. Now, would you open a coffee shop? Yes. You would never open up a coffee shop. Could center. I become a
1: 911 operator with my experience screening phone calls? No. You have no patience for people. People would be like, oh, I'm very injured. I'd be like, I can't hear you. Get off your cell phone. Get off your speaker phone. What are you work. doing? This is an important call. It's life
0: or death. And you're calling me from a speaker phone? Bluetooth? Meantime someone's got a serious situation. Right. And you're concerned about the quality of the call. Right. The, the, the car would be upside down in a ditch being like,
1: up. I, I can't hear
0: you, dude. <laughs> Try me back. How about this? Open your coffee shop and leave everybody alone. <laughs> Try me back with the 911. 552. We got Boomerangio coming up at the top of the hour. We'll call it a football Thursday. Why the hell not? Right now on Odyssey Sports Minute with Amy Lawrence about the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAR. Right, we got couples more minutes till we get to the top. The Yankees won last night. Slow start, but they finished well. Good for them. The Mets threw up all over themselves yet again. That's pretty much become the theme of the year. You've got uh, a game tonight. You got the Panthers playing Houston and uh, whatever. No what baseball. Else,
1: no baseball tonight. No, no baseball, not local. Do the Cardinals play tonight?
0: They've won eleven in a row. Buzz no
2: buzz, how about tonight's football game?
0: No buzz. What's less than buzz? Absolutely no buzz. Was there wasn't there a band called Less Than Zero or was that a movie? That was a movie. That's tonight. Less than
1: Honestly. zero buzz. Yeah. I did see this story. Now, I could tell you this story, Jerry, here in a fun setting because the man is okay. But a 33 uh, year old fellow here in New York City. I don't find this funny. Was stabbed in the butt on the D train. In the butt? In the Bronx on Sunday night. There's a
0: lot of weird stuff going on in the city. Right in the butt. Yeah, now I heard you the first time. Which, if you're going to get stabbed. That's where you want to get stabbed. Right. You would get stabbed agree. in the butt cheek. Uh, yes. It's the butt cheek. So a flesh wound. A, flesh, a minor flesh wound, Jerry, in the butt cheek. I saw a man this morning using um, a wastebasket yeah. as a urinal in All the right. city this morning. At least it was on the sidewalk. I'll that take it, Jerry. Some scene. Pants down to his ankles.
1: Jerry, I have your local broadcast teams for Giants and
0: Jets. Uh, Spiro Didis and Jay Feely will do Jets Broncos. So to be clear, we go from man urinating to Spiro Ditas doing Jets Broncos. Correct. All right. Well, good for him. Awesome. Hey, good for you. And Who's doing the Giant game? Kenny Albert, Jonathan Vilma, okay.
1: and Sarah Walsh. I have not seen that team yet. three people to do the Giant game. Has Jonathan Vilma been good? good? Yeah,
2: he's done a good I don't,
0: job. I don't feel like I've seen them. No, they've been good. And,
2: you know, and Kenny's great to work with. You know that.
0: Kenny's Everybody professional. professional. How come Ken... you don't do games? For real.
2: Because I'm working here, he's here. on Sunday. Weekend. And plus, I'm doing NFL today. That's why. Right. But I would
0: think you'd be the perfect analyst for the Jet game every Sunday. <laughs> For real?
2: Uh, For reals. Keeping it reals. Well, you know, you got to remember, sometimes they are on Fox. Right. I mean, when they're on CBS. Right. Well, I would be like a homer, so the other team probably wouldn't want me to be the every weekend. Bengals, Jets, what do you do? What do I do? I, yes, I try to do the no. game as objectively as I possibly can. You WFAN those oh, and WFAN-FM, oh, yeah. New York, and, an and Odyssey Station. It. Your official oh. station to talk Jets. The Fan on 1019FM and the Odyssey app.